Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss, disgust, and dissect. Horror. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are Fetch of the Dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy. And I'm the new guy, Anthony. What up? Welcome. How you guys doing? Doing pretty good. A little on the tired side. Had had inventory today, so counting sticks of J channel and roof shingles. So that was that was a good time today. Hmm. Interesting. Well, no, not really at all. Uh yeah, how, how about not, you? How come you how come you look so tired, <laughs> Anthony? Why am I tired? Uh well, uh, I'm part of a paranormal investigation group, and um, last night we did uh, an opera house in Connecticut. Was it haunted? I'd say so. I mean, we had some uh, some stuff happening. Is it like secret? You can't tell us <laughs> what happened. Well, no. I, I, so we do this thing. Uh, it's called the Estes method, and um. We use what's called a uh, spirit box. Um, it does like the frequency things, uh, it, like rolls of frequencies. Um, I don't know if you guys have, have ever heard of a spirit box. No. Sure. <laughs> All right, well, essentially, so the the idea is that the person has like uh, headphones in that that hook to the box while it's going through the frequencies. They have blindfold over, and essentially, we ask questions to said quote unquote spirit or whatever whoever we're talking to and that person is supposed to be able to like will yell out whatever they hear so essentially like they'll answer questions and stuff like that depending on you know what we ask and from beyond uh, yeah essentially we had uh some stuff thrown at us as well like rocks uh it was a um it was a plug like at the end of a coin it was like cut off so it was just like the the plug part of it that was that was thrown at us. I wonder if there was just like teenagers smoking weed in there, and they're like, "Oh shit, it's the cops!" And they they're hot, they're hiding, and then like, "Oh, this is way better. It's ghost hunters." Yeah. Let's right, fuck. let's fuck with them. Yeah, right. Exactly. We really mess with these guys. Oh, well, that's pretty cool. Uh, so I kind of want to just throw the spoiler thing out here because even my recipe is going to spoil the movie. Spoilers ahead. Uh, can I take a guess at your recipe, by chance? Yeah, take a while. Well, let me, let me read the description before. I... That, that A young couple travel to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. All right. What's your guess? Is it a cheeseburger? Oh, not just a cheeseburger. A well-made cheeseburger. Well-made cheeseburger. Yeah, <laughs> ah, that's, right. that's right. That's right. And I have to pair that with a little bit of Mama's Vino, some Cabernet Sauvignon. I got Robert Mondavi because uh, we went to Napa Valley and we actually went to the to the winery or the vineyard. Mm. Nice. So over fifty years leading California's wine industry and much of the world in winemaking and grape growing innovation. Nothing like getting drunk in the corner off bottle after bottle, 
Fino. With the just... real Italian way. Hell yeah. Yeah, this movie was uh it was fucked up. Yeah, the last the, the last meal I made, it could probably have been just called Jeremy's bullshit. <laughs> We call it Crema Walk in the, the restaurant. I had to put put on my chef coat for this one. Yeah, I I yeah, I was, I was gonna wear mine too, but I, I wasn't really sure. I couldn't really tell that yours at first. I wasn't really Well, I was trying I was trying to kinda hide it so you, it would be a surprise. Yeah, like a, yeah, a I haven't worn this shirt. thing in forever. Uh, from the description of this movie, I thought it was like cannibalism related. Yeah. I think my initial thought of that was was cannibalism too, like when I like first saw the trailer. Right. Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. I thought they were going to be on the menu. Exactly. I mean, they, right. they technically end up on the menu, but yeah, yeah. In theory, yeah. But yeah, I think a lot of people complained about this movie because they were not expecting horror. Like I don't know what they were expecting, but if anything, I would say that would this would be more like thriller than horror. right, like a thriller. Yeah, for sure. No, it's listed as a horror comedy, so. I'd see it a little bit. But I mean, really a hard It's comedy? all subjective. Right. Yeah, it's Yeah. It's satire for real. It's not like slapstick. Dark humor. Yeah, I mean Nick uh, was it John John Leguizamo had some had some good uh good lines in there. He always do. Benny Blanco from the Bronx. We ready to uh jump right into this? Yeah, let's do it. All right. The menu. This was the tail end of 2022 i believe yeah uh so is this is this the newest movie we've done uh maybe is either that or willie's wonderland i was about to say willie's wonderland we basically did that right right when it came out so when we do new movies is when anthony comes on (laughs) right evidently (laughs) keeping it fresh Uh, yeah uh directed by mark mylod so he say his name that's what it looks like yeah mark mylod all right uh so we meet tyler and margo right out of the right out of the gate it's uh, nicholas holt and anya taylor joy she's smoking which he's already showing his (laughs) yeah yeah, that too so he he's already showing his douchey traits so he's pissed because you know it's going to ruin her palate uh, they're on. They're on their way to this twelve hundred and fifty dollar dinner. Okay, I wanted to ask this. that. So she she basically asked the price, and he says twelve five. Now you, you think about that. Oh, maybe it was twelve thousand five hundred. Maybe. See, I, that's what I was thinking because, yeah, like think about one night they only have twelve guests. Yeah, no, that makes that that makes sense. So yeah, there's uh, Lillian Bloom, played by uh, what was I just had her thing up played. By Janet McTeer. McTeer, which I knew her from Ozark. Yes. Yeah, she was the, the scary bitch. Yeah. Yes, yes. And so yes, she's yes. a a food critic. Right. Yeah, and a, and a, right. was it a magazine magazine editor, I think was with her? Something like that. I yeah. Ted. Her her douchey snobby friend. Her douchey no, snobby no. friend. Well, they were both douchey. Well, yeah, they were both uh, snobs. They were both very annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're they're loading a yacht. They're getting on a yacht to go to Hawthorne Island. Uh, John Leguizamo is there with his girlfriend, assistant, um, assistant girlfriend, whatever side piece. Is she girl? Side She's piece. She's a sneaky link. Uh, a group of douchey guys. Yuppies. Douchey business guys. Yeah, yuppies. Uh, this is a really great way to start the movie. So 
we start right as they're like about to board and you literally meet every single character as they board. I thought that was a pretty cool way to do that. Yeah. 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 You see, like, like Tyler is enjoying this just way, way too much at this point. Oh, yeah. As soon as he saw uh, Lillian, he's like, it's official. Tonight is going to be madness. Yeah. yeah, and, and he was that all sure he, like when he saw John Leguizamo, he kind of talked shit about him. He's like, oh, he's a foodie or at least he thinks he is. He sees the yuppies and he's like, oh, yeah, they'll be drunk by the second course. Yeah, the uh, it's going to be wasted on them. So they they get to the island. They're all getting checked on the dot on the dock. Um, Tyler is like way over explain when it gets to be their turn like he's way over explaining like why names aren't like matching up or something like that yeah he made the awkward moment very more awkward so basically he got dumped so his yeah. girlfriend obviously is not going to show up so he brought a new girlfriend or it would seem and mm-hmm. if you even listen to their dialogue it's brilliant because later you find out she's a an escort so right exactly i believe it was elsa that was checking in everybody yes who's like like lead hostess i'm gonna say right yeah she handles the customers so that the chef doesn't have to worry about yeah. that uh, shows them around the island shows that everything is like local you know fresh like right food yeah they, they, they slaughter and, everything they they fish yeah. they you know they have do, a they garden do everything and, yeah uh, Margo is just not really buying into the whole pizzazz that, that is this whole thing. Um, there's like an A-frame smokehouse that they uh, that they kind of check out first. And uh, was it one of the guys was like, "Well, what would happen if you served it at 153 days?" Oh yeah, because they, they smoke they smoke everything to perfection to 152 days. And she's uh, like, "Oh, basically," oh, he goes, "Will all hell break loose?" And she's like, "Well, basically, the bacteria will start." Growing inside your gut, and you will die. So yes, all hell will break all loose. Will ha, break ha, loose. Ha, ha. <laughs> she was pretty fun. Elsa was a good character. She was hilarious. She, mm-hmm. So they explained that they live there. You know, they're all family. They they live work all all together. Uh, the chef's cottage is up in the distance. Nobody is allowed there. Not even the staff. Mustn't disturb the high emperor of sustenance. Now, so yeah. he lives up in this big, you know, cabin. And everyone else basically mm-hmm. is in a room with a bunch of beds. Very cult-like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, they walk into the dining room with like an open kitchen. Almost has kind of like a Hell's Kitchen kind of vibe where you can see everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Tyler runs up right away and he's like, Ooh, oh, oh yeah. is that a Paco jet? Mm-hmm. Ooh, like he's like basically mentally jerking like- off looking at the kitchen. <laughs> Yeah, they side note, I could never work in an open kitchen. Oh hell no. My mouth would get me in trouble. Oh yeah, like I I've been <laughs> to a uh, an open kitchen and like we're sitting there and we're you know just grabbing a few drinks and yeah, I definitely noticed a lot of shit that shouldn't have been happening. I'm like that dude's just it, he's, he's eating like, french that's fries. Bad, that's bad. And he, he didn't change his <laughs> <Yeah>. gloves. <laughs> yep, no. It's even worse when you work in the industry and you see that and it's like, well, that's wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they all get seated. Uh, photos are definitely not allowed. And he takes one immediately. Uh, yeah, like right away. As soon right as away. they receive the a um, moose bouche, is that is that how you say that? <laughs> That's close. yeah, but the, yeah, and then he goes right up to um, like you said he runs up to the 
to the counter and he's like dropping all this shit. Oh, is that a this, this, and this, and that? Margo's like, that's cool. She could care less. She has no desire. It's not like she doesn't care. It's just like he's way over the top nerdy about it. Like, who cares how they prepare the food? I just want to eat the food. Uh, Did you um, notice that there's slight foreshadowing with this dish? A moose bouche? Boucher? Is it boucher? Mm-hmm. A little bit. Maybe. I uh, noticed the Paco Jet comes I did big into Paco play jet. later. Yes. Yeah. Um, so from what I've kind of like I've done a little bit of research on, on some, you know, theories and stuff like that. And uh so I guess like the, the charred lace is supposed to represent the fire that's like mm, around it. Okay, yeah. And then the melons in the middle, like graham crackers and a s'more. And then the milk snow colored marshmallows. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's like ah, a foreshadowing. So he, so he bookended the uh, ah. the whole menu. There you go. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so this amuse boucher or bouche or whatever it is called, it's a compressed pickled cucumber melon. Uh, Tyler takes his little picture. Elsa notices because she sees fucking everything. Yeah. Other conversations are kind of going on. Tyler explains why he loves food. Uh, this was actually a really good little monologue that he had there. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Ooh, this is another good thing. She goes, Tyler, you're the customer. You're paying him to serve you. It doesn't really matter whether he likes you or not. And he kind of looks at her weird and it's like, oh, shit. Like the. Because she's a whore. Right. But he's like, you know, those people that worship sports players or celebrities. Yeah, those people are idiots. What they do, it doesn't matter. They play with inflatable balls and ukuleles and shit. Chefs, they play with the raw materials of life itself and death itself. It's I mean, I've watched every fucking episode of Chef's Table two or three times. I've watched Slowix 20 times. I've watched him explain the exact moment a green strawberry is perfectly unripe. I've watched him plate a raw scallop during its last dying contraction of muscle. It's art on the edge of the abyss, which is where God works, too. It's the same. It's like, whoa. It was pretty deep. Yeah. And it brilliantly put. Yeah. No, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, no, he's not. Like, If he wasn't such an asshole. Detailed. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah uh, so... You get your first course, uh, the chef. We meet Chef Lord Voldemort, and uh, played by Ralph Fiennes, Chef Slowick. But right before each thing is, uh, each course is served, we get our... Which startles everybody. As it should. As he introduces himself, you know, before the meal, uh, we do not eat, we taste. We savor. I believe this this dish was called the island. Yes, the island. Raw diver scallop, pickled local seaweeds, and algae. Ah, yes. Uh, Tyler tries to interrupt Chef, but he looks as though he's, you know, he's got this look on his face like he's about to, like, cream his pants. He's, hmm. Was it the food critic, Miss Bloom, calls it, Thalassic and just basically picks the plate apart. 
which isn't much of a plate. It's one scallop <laughs> on top of a rock, and they've got like you know garnish from the ocean and what was it iced seawater it's supposed to Something flavor like the dish it's as it whole melts. ecosystem yeah. in a plate yeah uh john leguizamo which his character was named movie star but i guess his name is uh diego i think it is george d george diaz george diaz that's what it was uh, but his credit in like the credits is actually just movie star. Yeah, and he's going for this whole new show where he's going to be traveling, oh, shitty pitch. traveling around, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I go to Italy and I eat spaghetti and you close up of my orgasm face." And she's like, "Is this?" And then I say, "Racism's bad." She's like, "Is that what you're going to pitch to fucking Netflix tomorrow?" He's like, "Oh hell yeah!" And it's really funny because coming up, John Leguizamo has a show where he tours around America and, you know, eats food and checks out like the local culture called Lequizamo does America. That's pretty funny. I imagine he pitched it better than his character. Yeah, I'm guessing so. Maybe they were in the works of getting that ready and they are just like, oh, I'm going to pit, I'm going to terribly pitch my show. Yeah. Right. Actually, Rain Wilson wow. has something very similar coming out too. Does he really? Yeah. Is it about beats? I, I imagine they're going to shoehorn <laughs> that in at, at some point. I hope so. It's from what the what I've gathered from some of like clips, as he's like very like spiritual hmm. stuff, yeah, like life and universe and stuff. Yeah, pretty much what Rain Wilson would yeah. do. So uh, the rich douches are uh, they're there basically because it seems like they can, although they work for one of chef's investors i believe the, the investor, investor. Like yeah they <clears throat> the investor yeah. uh we get our second course uh this is a breadless plate uh because bread is basically the food of a peasant yeah and, and could, none of you are fucking peasants so you get no bread yeah he's like well it's a food of the common man and you are not common so they get savory oils and emulsions no bread just savory accompaniments Unaccompanied accompaniments. I love how he did describe the bread that they didn't get. Oh, yeah, there's a little paper, and he's like, Oh, the bread you would have been eating tonight. You would have been eating this tonight. And then we have, um, I don't mean to cut no, it's off, good. But, uh, uh, Bloom, the food critic, she has the like that the emulsion is broken. Yes. Oh, and they give her the and big bowl of they it. Just, they just keep bringing <laughs> they it keep to her. Bring, the oh, whole here's time. your more broken emulsion. There <laughs> you go. That was great. Yeah, and she's like, oh, this is fiendish. And they're all like, oh, isn't this clever? And Margo's like, this is a fucking insult. We're here to eat, and they don't give us food? Like, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah, so like like Anthony just said, she is ripping apart, you know, the whole emulsion, says it's broken. Margo's ripping apart the whole experience. Uh, Bloom is brought some more of the giant bowl of emulsion, and so, the, like, the 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 douche canoes over the rich kids, they come over and they'll or call Elsa over. It's like, look, do you know who we are? Just can you just fucking give us some bread? Oh, and like, they not only do is, they ask for bread, bullshit. but then can we get some gluten free bread too? And like this no, and that, like we won't tell anyone. And she whispers in one of the guy's ears, You'll eat less than you desire, but more than you deserve. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Tyler ends up, I think, breaking a glass or something like that, or breaks something. 
Doesn't he try to take hers because she doesn't want the... Oh, yeah, that's so right. He, yeah, he, that, that's what... He, he reaches really over reaches the table, oh, smashes the glass. Yeah, smashes Chef comes up. out. Smashes a glass. Uh, Margot's not going to eat anything. Of course, Chef is noticing this. Goes over to this older woman that's sitting off in the corner who is Chef's mother. Yeah. With her that's yeah, perpetual you don't, you don't, glass of wine. Yeah, you don't find that out till right, later, just, but she's basically just right. sitting there drinking wine, drinking herself yeah, stupid. it down. But he leans over and whispers something to her, and she's just like, got a, got a thing. He says this whole monologue where, you know, my mother's over here drunk. My dad was a drunk. Everything sucked. You know, kind of got a story. Uh, it was a little more than everything sucked. It was, he was talking but I didn't about write it all down. A memorable, so this course is called Memory. Marinated grilled chicken thigh, tortillas, and green salsa cubes. So he tells a story about how his mother was always drunk and his dad came home very drunk and started strangling his mother with the phone cord. So him as a child stabs the father in the thigh with some kitchen scissors. He's like, oh, should have. On taco night. Yeah. On taco night. Taco Tuesday. So basically, here we get tacos and it's served on a wrapped phone cord. And the chicken thigh has a little kitchen scissors stabbed into it. I thought that was pretty clever. But the tortillas is is the most clever part. Yeah, uh, but they do say that this is the meal that put was it that put him on the map. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty dark story. Yeah, yeah. So they and then of course the tortillas. Yeah, so they get there's pictures on the tortillas of. All the people, yeah, really. la- la- but, laser but, but engraved like dirt memories. Yeah, yeah, memories, right? It's memories, but they're it's all like dirt on each, yeah. So, much. or their flaw, I guess. So, Tyler, it's a picture of him taking pictures of the meals, even though he's been told not to, right? Uh, and then there's the the older the older guy with um the mother from Who's the Boss there, um yep. him cheating right. on her with other oh he's like oh who women. is this woman. He's like, I don't oh, know. He was, he was in Robocop. That, was the, that dude was in Robocop, wasn't he? Pretty sure he was. Was he? I completely he missed the uh, Mom Dukes. Uh, that was, that's Mr. Um, I forget his name. But anyway, and then the, the, the three douchey guys, they're doing some sort of tax or bank fraud. Fraudulent thing. Yeah. It was like tax forms. It was bank, or something. Yeah, bank oh, statements. Oh, Bank statements. statements and then you have John Leguizamo's like tortillas, just a picture of a shitty movie that he did. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Tyler is a picture of him taking a picture of the um of the food. Yeah, so all these people have been invited to to this dinner. And if you look yeah. at the seven different tables, they represent the seven deadly sins. Well, there's six tables, and Chef is the seventh. Deadly sin. Oh yeah, he's wrath, obviously. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the six yeah. tables. You got you that get the sense. yuppies representing greed, obviously. Gluttony, it's Tyler because he's willing to die for the food. Lust, because you got the old guy who cheated on his wife. Yep. Uh, envy, John Lequizamo's name dropping movie star. Ego stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> envy. Oh no, he's I already said where am I? Pride. Lillian and Ted, the movie or the food critic critics sloth julian's mama because she's just there she it's it shows taco tuesday night you know she kind of just let her husband be a drunk asshole and now she's letting her son 
basically be even worse. Yeah. Margot tries to get somebody's attention to like send some food back. And of course, Tyler's like, what the? You, oh. you don't do that. He you don't flips do out, calls her a child. Oh, yeah. Uh, so she gets pissed and she goes to the bathroom, which is awkwardly joined by Chef Slowick. It's yeah, she's like cranking a butt out the window. And she's like, uh-huh. you can't be yeah. in here. It's like, why aren't you eating? The menu yeah, only work makes sense if you eat. Yeah, and he's just like, you don't, you don't belong here. You don't, you shouldn't be here. And he asks, you know, who, who are you? You're not. It's like my name's Margo. Yeah, mm, you don't look like a Margo. I really? have served a lot of Margos. You're not a Margo. Right. We get the fourth course. Oh wait, can we one uh, one thing about the tortillas though, because everyone's flipping out about the tortillas, and the guy sees the bank statements, and he's like, "What are these?" These are tortillas. No, 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 no. But like, what? Are, <laughs> these are tortillas. <laughs> uh, so we get the fourth course. But this is where it takes a turn. This is, it takes a little bit of a turn here. Starts with starts with starts with sous chef Jeremy Loudon. Uh, this is called the mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so chef praises him up and down, where he's just like, he's good. He's really, really good. But eh, he's not great. No, he'll never be great. You know, his life ambitions are, you know, fucking shot or like whatever the hell. What this whole the whole thing. He's like, do you like your life? No. Do you want to have my life? No. And then he basically just blows his brains out. Yeah. Like they did it. They did this so cool. Like they pull plastic over the, the kitchen yeah, like, and, uh, like on the floor yeah, and they put like it. a bunch of sage. Like, like yeah, kind of yeah. like a, a garnish on the floor yeah, for when he drops dead. And obviously people freak out and, oh, right. no, this is just theater. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, you know, that's a little fucked up. But that's the thing. Like throughout the whole movie up until like the like, almost the end, like the, the critic and her idiot partner there was just like, oh, the acting is amazing. They, they think the whole show is for them. It's just, yeah. Yeah, just for them because he texted her. Mm-hmm. Um, that. The, so the part, obviously, with the sous chef and, and the idea behind it, um, from my kitchen experience, I mean, it's 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 common. I mean, there's so many shitty places that work. I mean, you know, Mike, I know you've done some. I don't know, Jeremy, your background in food. But, I mean, there's plenty I of... I eat food. Douche box. Huh? I eat food. You eat food? <laughs> Perfect. There's plenty of douche boxes that you, you get that. You know what I mean? You you work your ass off and nobody cares. And, like, I get it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and like, seriously, like the way that chef depicts his life, he basically has no life. Remember, the, like the calling Dr. Yeah. Sunshine yeah. later, he says, I had one day yeah. off for a whole month and you ruined you it. it up. And, and, and he's <laughs> like, do you want it's that true, life? Though. It's just it's yeah, morning tonight. Not, it's grueling not hours. Not I remember I had this uh, executive chef and he actually had a side hustle. He was a real estate guy. But like I, every morning, he's the first one there always the last person to leave and he would be so miserable except for his little bathroom breaks he'd come back and woo zing you know he's got all this energy all of a sudden and it's like oh look. <laughs> whose line is it anyway right? no it's, it's yeah it is tough so so i love like after you know the guy blows his brains out they just go straight back up continue plating while they drag the body away like nothing ever happened yeah, this is like normal day. Yeah. Yeah, so all um, the people in the kitchen were actually trained to work those stations. So if you're like yeah. looking, they're actually doing what they should they're be doing. Like the stuff. whole menu was actually done by French chef Dominique Crenn. 
She's one of the only chefs in the U.S. with three Michelin stars. Three, well, I think three female chefs. No, three Michelin stars. No, I know that, but I think she was one of the um, only female chefs with three Michelin stars. That's what I said, female. Uh, you just said chef, but... Well, she's a female, okay? Okay, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. It's so funny, because I was like, like back in the day, Michelin. Like the tire people? <laughs> <laughs> tire guy? I don't like tires in my... There should be four tires. That makes sense. Yeah, usually. Uh, so the mess is press cooled... Uh, like, what was it? Press cooled vegetables? Something like that? Pressure cooked vegetables, roasted pressure filet. Cooked. Uh, I abbreviated it. Yeah. Pressure, pressure cooked vegetables, roasted filet, potato confit, a beef jus... Uh, bone marrow, R.I.P. Jeremy Loudon. Yeah, now I believe this is the meal that they're eating on the uh, the poster, which I have to point out is fucking brilliant. Mm. If you look mm. look at the poster, you have Margot looking at the camera. Actually, Chef's looking at the camera too. They're the only two people looking at you. Essentially, you have Tyler yeah. Yeah. reaching over trying to steal a a piece of her food. You have Elsa jealously looking at Margot and the chef and you have everyone else in the background just kind of doing their own thing. thing. I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. A lot of shitty posters out there recently just thrown together. This is a good one. Yeah, no, this is, this is a really good one. Yeah. Last names, but anyway, uh, but so, oh, Mr. Liebrand, Mr. Liebrand, something like that. Uh, so he's just like, that's right. We're going to leave. We're going to, we're going to go out of here. And then of course, Elsa's just like, no, you, you know, you have to, Go back to your table. He's in, you know, and his wife, uh, played by Judith Light, was like, like, can you like we need to go. We need to go. And he goes, I'll handle it. Well, he handles it with his ring finger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, they they basically like they, they grab him, they're like, Do you want us to pick for you? Ring How about finger. your ring finger? <clears throat> so they cut off his ring finger and you know, people are freaking out some more. He's on the ground, literally like crying like an like a child. He just which, got a I mean, finger cut off, dude. Like, come on, <laughs> give him a little bit of slack. He's an old I, guy. I am. I'm just, He's I'm, I'm describing his actions. This is what he was doing. Okay, I'm okay. not saying he was in the wrong. I'm just saying that's what he was doing. Yeah, they did warn him. Yes. Uh, the critic is like, it's all fake. The act, like, the acting is still, it's fantastic. It's theater. This is amazing. <laughs> There's like blood on the floor and all that shit. Margo's at the, uh, at the kitchen talking to chef. And this is where she learns, or she learns that basically everybody's going to die. Yeah, he goes. You're not part of the plan. You've messed up the seating. Uh, he's You're a big, big on on no substitutions, and she's essentially right. yep. been substitution. Uh, so he's yep. pissed about that, and he goes, "Now you have 15 minutes to decide." which side you're going to be on. She's like, isn't that arbitrary if we're all going to die? He's like, yeah, but do you want to die with them or do you want to die with us? And he like, he says he can sense that she's a service worker. Yeah. Right. Margo comes back, slaps the shit out of Tyler, which is very well warranted because he knew he, is. Yeah. he oh, knew he was the only person yeah. there that went there yeah, willingly that. knowing that everyone was going to die. Yeah. To die for so the food. I don't think they, um, I don't think they revealed that just yet, but well, no, because uh, she knows that that mm -hmm. he knows. That's why she slapped him, right? But the, okay, so maybe it was he just didn't like say it to like out to everybody. I, I didn't think because I thought like he said it to him at that, this oh. at this point. Still, only Margot and yeah. Tyler. No, no, 
Okay. Yeah, because I don't think it's brought up again. Right. So, so one of the one of the douches grab grabs like a chair after John Leguizamo's like, it's like, oh, this thing worked in a movie once, and then like he tries to smash the chair, like smash the window with the chair, and it just like bounces off. Yeah, it, like and now they like, did mention there's there's a lot of them. He's like, why don't we try fighting them? This, you know, grab some knives. He's like, do you think we can fight these people? Their knife skills are going to be obviously better than ours. <laughs> it still would have been worth a shot, I think. I mean, what are you going to die regardless? I mean, I mean try yeah. at least try. Yeah. yeah. So he gives like an open floor. You know, ask. You know, one asks. Why? Why are you doing this? And he basically explains, you know, with going down the line to each person, like uh, Lillian Bloom, she basically destroys the livelihood of chefs, really. Yeah, so on her tortillas were uh, printed restaurants of places she gave bad reviews to that have since closed. Uh, With the Librants, it was, you know, you've been to my my dinner 11 times name one dish you've eaten and he's just like well no she says cod she said he she says said, yeah, she, you she's like cod. donkey it was rare spotted halibut it was rare fucking spotted halibut oh excuse me for skipping out an explicitive yeah and ba- basically that he's created like this douchebag culture of just entitlement and his investor doug is it Varick? Like they only said his name a couple times. Yeah, he said, I've been fooled into satisfying people who can never be satisfied. Yeah. Which um, is like the biggest reason I'm true. glad I don't work in the kitchen it's, anymore. Customers. It's 100% true. I mean, the people I, I'm not going to name on here, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. for reasons, but like a lot of the people that we serve where I work are very, they have money, they're very rich. Half of them don't say thank you. Half of them just don't care. It's just like, well, I don't want that. I want this. Like, well, you, we only have this. Well, I don't want stuff like that. And and it has to do a lot with like the elitism yeah. thing, which is what this is, is a lot about. Yeah. Which, like, I, again, I get it. Remember cilantro guy? The cilantro guy? Oh, the parsley thing? <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, this is parsley. It's the same thing. He's like, uh, no. He's like I, I'm, I'm not okay. garnishing your chicken parm. With cilantro, the guy flipped out. <laughs> Stupid asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the so the the main investor, or the only investor, Doug Varick, he's hanging outside uh, with angel wings. Yes. Which Margot had so- noticed earlier when she when she was yeah, smoking the butt, this, like, she looked out the window, like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Yeah. So and then they lower him into the water, and he. Obviously drowns. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I'm free. There are no substitutions." <laughs> I hate substitutions. Uh, Margot's uh, timer goes off, so now she has to choose. Goes into his office, uh, apparently, so she knows Mister Liebrand. Yeah, she watched him jerk off. Yeah, she like yeah. I don't know. What did he have her like say like say shit to him or something uh, like that? Basically, while he jerked off, I, or he just off. kept saying like calling her his daughter's name and she was oh like, that's right she was yeah, supposed to be yeah, encouraging that's... i think uh, yeah it's something something really fucked up uh yeah. basically this is where it kind of comes out that she's a service provider she's just prostitute <laughs> service provider 
Oh, that's the word he used. Uh, sir, yeah, service industry workers. He, he also calls her a shit shoveler. This is true. He says that he hasn't enjoyed cooking for anyone in years. Yeah. The next course, they bring them outside. So this is a new sous chef. I uh, I didn't write down her name. Uh, Catherine? Uh, sounds that's all I know. The sous chef sounds Catherine. sounds about right. So it's the maker of the dish. It's like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so apparently, uh, she comes right out. And she goes, Slowick tried to fuck me multiple yep. times, and I refused his advances. But you know, kept trying. But he didn't fire me. He goes through this whole thing. Uh, this is called mom's folly. So then man's, she stabs man's him. Folly. Man's, man's folly. folly. Man's folly. Sorry, I scribbled a little bit. Uh, she stabs him in the in the leg with scissors like right in the thigh. right in the thigh just like, like his chance. dad yep mm-hmm. yep and then was it gives he gives them the guys a chance to fucking bail it's like you have 45 seconds to get the fuck out of here but after that 45 seconds all my fucking people are gonna go get you yeah all the biggest uh cooks in the kitchen yeah <laughs> and he's like up oh, starts <clears throat> like even before he said starts now like one of the the freaking like douchey guys was just, just like on. Yeah, and tyler's sticking like, around like uh, oh I, i'm hanging around and he's like he's like you should go, go. <laughs> and he just kind of walks here. off and even when they this bring one, in the, uh, the ladies to, to have their like meal you see tyler peeking in the window <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay. yeah because he's still looking um so this one i've seen a little bit and the, i guess the idea behind this is uh, at least through places that i've been you know there's a lot of of yeah. that you know a lot of times with like the head chef is like banging this one banging this one banging this one so i mean it's again extremely common thing and then it's like it's ruining other people's things and dude working in the kitchen is a completely different atmosphere <laughs> than working anywhere else i've ever <laughs> been i remember the first change. day like i started as a as a prep cook doing some like horrible fucking tedious job and i just remember being like wow this is so unprofessional. I love it. It's extremely <laughs> unprofessional. That's gross at times. Oh, oh, yeah. I've become unoffendable. It's not even funny. Like, this is a serious thing. Like, it's just, <laughs> I've well, seen too much, heard too much. Yeah, like, right, well, I right. mean, I, I, I'm obviously, I don't, I don't work in the food industry, but I work in like the building supply industry and I deal with literally just contractors all day. No homeowners or anything like that. It's just contractors. And mm-hmm. they're another different breed yeah oh, yeah so i mean you you got you got to have thick skin to uh mm-hmm. to work with them because they can get really pissed off yeah so so that's why i totally get the man's folly thing too because yeah, yeah. Like, especially for women they have to have thicker skin to to work they in do. Yeah. i mean it's it's I mean, again unprofessional yeah <laughs> mike said it best so they're inside eating their man's folly and bloom loves it i think Margot was just like, mm, well, I yay, think she's playing good. up how much she right. likes it to try to talk the right. sous chef into, you know, not dying. She's starting to understand, I think. Yeah. And the, even though right. she's the lady's like, well, the everyone dying. That was actually my idea. I'm fucking very proud yeah, of that. Uh, and she's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Opens a bottle of wine. Yeah. Because basically it's like, oh, the meal has to be complete mm-hmm. and everyone dying makes it complete. So all the dudes are caught. They're like, Although the was it one of them was in like a shed? 
Uh, I think it was a magazine guy, right? That was, there was Ted, a yeah, he was group. hanging out with the chicken chickens. Coop. They just opened the door and they, pat, and they pass him a special bite. Here's your dessert. Like, oh, you know, you won. You're the last person to be caught. So we get, you got yeah, here, have a dessert. Well, have a dessert. What was it? It was a uh, Passard egg. Yeah. Slow cooked yolk, yeah, whipped like lemon, that. cream fresh with a maple emulsion. Ah, yes. We find out that Margot's real name is actually Erin and she's from Brockton. I'm Erin from Brockton, Massachusetts. Yeah, I was like, where's the Boston accent? Well, yeah, she's, she doesn't She's been one. pretending. <laughs> I mean, she's British. I she's mean, been I, pretending yes, to be Margot from, where, where was it that her made-up trailer was in? She was like, Indiana or like some ra- some random state. Nebraska, which, I think. Yeah. Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska. Like, she still was pretending to be a, a poor person, but like just somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just another poor person. Chef comes out and he goes, we still have another unresolved matter and Calls out Tyler. This was fucking hilarious. This was a really cool part. Like uh, the the amount of disrespect to Tyler was awesome because it was so warranted. Like oh, 100%. they they Absolutely. give him a chef jacket. He's all cheesed about it. Dude takes out a marker and just writes his name writes on his, it. I was like, oh. so he invites him up to cook, and of course Tyler was like, he's like, eh, yeah, but but and he's, he's like, like, no, just no, cook, cook, just cook, cook 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 okay and he's like all right um so like what what would uh, get him anything he wants he's like okay um uh, i'll take some leaks uh get mr tyler some leaks okay uh what else i love when he's nervously chopping he's like oh a new way it's so innovative way of chopping we've been ignorant to Uh, i'll take some i'll take some shallots and then um some butter yeah he's he's obviously uh, very nervous and he's just he yes, has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. No and, uh, and then lamb. I, I think it's done. <laughs> it's like, oh. And he's like, oh, this is quite, quite bad. <laughs> and then the th- I like when they, because they, they do like every time there's a meal, they, they have, show like, it a up at the top. Of it. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like quite bad. Tyler's <laughs> bullshit. Undercooked lamb, inedible yeah. shallot leek butter sauce, utter lack of cohesion. Now then, he uh, whispers something to Tyler. What do you think yeah. he said to him? I, I, I mean, I it obviously know. has to do with his demise. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, he unless he gave him an order, he basically shamed the dude. So I guess in the original script, he was supposed to cook or cook clean dishes for the rest of the the service, uh-huh. which which makes yeah, sense. Right. So you never see him again after this. No, he hangs himself. Thank. Well, yeah. Did I miss? He that? goes right into the other room yeah. and hangs himself. Yeah, because uh, I think when she goes back to like his like yeah, she, when she like escapes, she walks by bit, him. He's yeah. like he's, he's oh hanging in the, yeah, the yeah okay yeah yeah all right. So he's basically right, shamed yeah. into killing himself. Well, I mean, he was gonna die anyway. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, yeah. So Margot goes off with uh, chef asks her to go get a barrel because yeah, Elsa fucking forgot to do it or whatever. Yeah, and of course Elsa's like what the fuck. Like I can, I can get your barrel. Like, don't make this chick do it. Now she's one of them. Chan Hongozamo gets up and he's just like, you know, do, do you want to know why you're being punished? He's like, yeah. And this is where he goes into the whole story about how I had one day off and your shitty movie fucking ruined it. Yeah. He's like, I didn't write the movie. He's <laughs> yeah, like, yes, he's but like, I can't stand to look at your fucking face. He goes, but you know what? Your your terrible face is ingrained in like my eyes. So. Yeah sucks for you 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, so Margo's at the smokehouse and then grabs like a knife and then... Yeah, so goes, it was purposely the placed house. there. So the, the barrel is there yeah. and there's a knife yeah. resting on top. So yeah. basically this was all pre-planned. Like most, most of the yeah. things that are in the movie are. But the cabin yeah. has like a replica kitchen. Yeah. So he, oh, yeah, he leaves the kitchen to go back to... Well, that's the chef's cabin, right? Yeah, but why does he have the same yeah. restaurant kitchen in his cabin? Yeah. You know, the last thing I want to look at when I leave work is go to home and it's a replica of work. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So Elsa's following her. Uh, like you said, there's a huge kitchen. There's, was that a picture of his mother in the door? I believe so, yeah. There was like a picture, like there was like a, a figure in the door. I, I, I'm guessing it was his mother. Elsa catches up grabs a knife and they end up fighting to the death. Yeah, this was awesome. And she gets saved when she knocks Elsa down with the Paco jet. Yeah. But eventually she just gets the knife in the throat. Yeah. And then she freaks out like, oh my God. Like, obviously obviously she had to kill her, but like, whoops, I just killed someone. So then, then she sees a lot of interesting articles. Yep. Yeah, there was yeah, there was an like article from yeah there was the the restaurant review, um, all the pictures, you know he's just sitting there like, you know, no smile no smile no smile till she comes across employee of the month at hamburger Howie's yeah so he's cooking a, a burger he's young he's smiling kiss because kiss the chef apron yeah, yeah. That, there's only two yeah. times where he smiles in this movie and this is uh, one was a family picture right nope. One comes later. The picture with his wife? No. No smiles except for this and then and at the end. But um oh. there was an interesting shot where he was working at a restaurant called Tantalus. So Tantalus was in Greek mythology, someone who thought he was better than the gods. So he invited them all to dinner after he murdered his own son, and he feeds his son to the gods to see if they'll figure it out. And of course they do. So they end up torturing him and it's, God, what the hell is it? He's like trapped to a tree where there's like apples and he can't quite reach the fruit because every time he reaches up, it gets higher and there's water beneath him. And when he leans to drink, it gets lower and basically tortured forever, which is, which is how he feels in his life right now. Right. Right. Yeah. She uh, comes across a radio. Yes, old school CB. Old school CB. Shortwave Uh, radio. Yeah, back at the restaurant. It's Bryce's birthday, so happy birthday to Bryce. (laughs) It's like, oh, Um, you you really told him it was my birthday. He's like, well, it seemed funny three hours ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Margo brings in the barrel, um, and then a boat comes ashore. Yes. And uh, so, of course, he's just like, ah, fuck, clean everything up. They do, like, damage control, you know. And Coast Guard guy comes in. They play off like nothing's going on. Um, apparently, the guy yeah. is a huge fan of... Calling Dr. Sunshine. Uh, yep. Yeah. Well, um, there's... Uh, when they were, she was in the cabin, there was, uh, it was a ham radio. Yeah, yeah. Right? And that's... I think that was, like, the connection. Yeah. So... He's like, oh, he'll give you an autograph. It's fine. He's like, oh, I don't want to impose. And so he goes, he, he signs a thing for him, but it's a, it's, it's a help it's me note. Help me. <laughs> and then he pulls out the gun and he's just like, all right, you get on your knees. 
and then he lights a candle with it because it's just a lighter. Oh, like, that, ah. that that was a, so the candle was put out by Slovak himself when he was right. talking about how his hands like he can't he, feel can't, yeah. you know heat anymore. He can grab like a cast right. iron <clears throat> pan and bring it to your table without feeling the burn. And he puts out the the candle with his hand. Yeah, I've seen that, and it's it's weird. Yeah. I can't. Oh, no, I can I can't do that either. Do Hell no. So that's what mitts are for. Yeah, right. But although you do, so, uh, you can handle more heat than a a normal human. Yeah, I mean, uh, my tolerance is, is probably yeah. better than than others. But I, I've I've worked with this guy who used to take his sheet pan out of the oven with his bare hands and walk all the way down to his station, just put it down. Just yeah, that's insane absolutely the same so yeah so obviously this guy is part of the staff and uh he yeah i think he just goes back to your to his station chef is pissed because he's like like you're fucking ruining everything <clears throat> and uh so we have the final course margo gets up and claps because she has this like epiphany or something i so don't she gets up. like your food Weird. i would like to send it back for starters, you've taken the joy out of eating. Every dish you serve tonight has been some intellectual exercise rather than something you want to sit and enjoy. When I eat your food, it tastes like it was made with no love. And he's like, oh, we always cook with love, blah, blah, blah. Then you're kidding yourself. Come on, chef. I thought tonight was a night of hard home truths. This is one of them. You cook with obsession, not love. Even your hot dishes are cold. You're a chef. Your single purpose on this earth is to serve people food that they might actually like, and you have failed. You failed, and you've bored me. And the worst part is, I'm still I'm fucking still hungry. <laughs> and when she orders, he's like, "Oh well, well, you know, what can I get you?" And she orders a burger. I do it. I cheered. <laughs> like I was watching right, this movie yeah. all by myself, and I'm just like, "Yeah!" <laughs> like it, it made <laughs> so much sense. She just wants a fucking burger and fries. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like something good, something you like. Yeah. But I mean, also, I think she got that from the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously, exactly. and and that's the thing yeah. when he puts the burger on the the griddle and he's you know hitting it with the spatula, mixing the onions in, he smiles. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's something he wants to make. It's not something that other people are forcing. And make in theory. And then, well, she also asked. She goes, "So what's that going to?" She goes, "You know, I want a cheeseburger." Okay. Um, what's that going to American run me? cheese nine nine ninety five. Yeah, what's, what's, what's What's that gonna run you? Nine ninety five. Okay. So, so she asked she takes for a, like a to go bag because her eyes bag, were yep. too bigger than my belly. Sorry, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. Can I get this to go? And he just sits there. He's like, Yeah. Hold on one moment. Brings the bag over. She leaves a ten dollar bill, lets her go. Yeah. Which was awesome. It was awesome. Um She was the only person he, like, that tried to get out of there. Yep. There. They handed out, uh, yeah, they hand out like goodie bags, stuff like that. They all pay the bills. And then he says, you represent the ruin of my love and my life. And then the staff starts spreading, spreading down like the ingredients for the uh, human s'mores. This is actually based off of an actual dessert at the restaurant. Alinea. So the dessert course, they have chocolate and confectionery painted on your table. So that's basically what they're doing here over the whole floor. Yeah. So Margot takes off. She 
catches the boat. She gets it to start. And then she uh, turns around like while she's like in the middle of like the the lake or ocean. I think I think the I think she ran out of gas. But then like she turns around in time to see like the house just like go up. Yeah. So basically the whole the meal, the dessert is a s'more. It is the s'more, the most offensive assault on the human palate ever contrived. (laughs) And everyone is given a marshmallow like bib, apron bib, yeah, yeah. and then given yeah. a like chocolate hat, and then he just lights the fucking place up on fire. Well, because he, the, one of the guys like poured like wine everywhere, right? Some kind of accelerant oh, liquor, some, yeah, yeah. And then they, fluid or something. you know, then they jacked the uh, the burners up too. Yeah, and the barrel was some kind of accelerant as well. Yeah. So so yeah, she looks back, place goes up, and then she just sits and finishes her cheeseburger. Yeah, which was brilliant. And they show s'more, marshmallow, chocolate, graham cracker, customers, staff, restaurant. And, <laughs> I'll be and she takes the menu, like a copy of the menu out of the little to-go bag, and she wipes her mouth with it. Wipes her mouth with it. Fucking yeah. brilliant ending. The ending really was very much uh, reminded me of the ending of Ready or Not, which yeah. is like just yeah, smoking the butt. Yeah. She's like fucking in laws. Yep, right. This is a pretty good movie, man. It was a really good movie. It was more than like I, like I said at the beginning. It was it was a different direction than I thought. And then as you you know it it it's got a slight build too because you don't really get it. Yeah. And then it's slowly like oh okay oh okay and then it kind of comes. Full yeah, circle. I had no idea what I was getting into when when I first saw. It. <laughs> Yeah. So, what are we rating it? I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna give this. I'm gonna give this like a. a I'm gonna go four. I was thinking four and a half, but you know what? I'm gonna go four. Okay. No, I really. I I love the message in it that you know don't don't be entitled douches. Manners matter, people. So yeah, painstakingly yeah. prepared, brilliantly executed, and like. When I rewatched it, I noticed so many more things and I was like reading stuff that I, I totally didn't even catch. Yeah. Like at the beginning, when they're being led around on the tour. Almost were, like um, being herded to slaughter. They were led by a Judas goat, which is much like livestock into a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Like yeah. just like little details like that were yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I'm also going to give it but... four brains. Nice. Okay, my turn. Um, because I think I mean in in a weird way, and I kind of after I watched it and I went to work and stuff, and I was talking to like, you know, some of my people, whatever, and in in a way, it kind of I guess fucked me up a little bit because like it's it's more of like a realization yeah. thing, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Um, so like I I mean I told everybody they should watch it and whatnot, and you know I I'd probably give it a five. Right. I think it's yeah. I mean it's. It's one of those things that you know hits the heart because I'm, I've seen it all and, and you know it's it's a real thing. It's not just a fictional. You yeah, know, I know. I remember that time that we we lit the building on fire and turned all the assholes into s'mores. It was that was a good yeah, time. That, that was that was only once though. Well, yeah, you know <laughs> that's why they close it. <laughs> it's like one of those things. It's like the the Looney Tune guy. You like. Yeah. Eats all like the dynamite, blows himself up. The guy's like, "Oh, that was a brilliant trick," and he's like, "Well, I can only do it once." <laughs> I can only do it yeah. once. But I mean, I, I I like I like that he gave you know the one person who was real, mm-hmm. you know, an out. And yep, 
because it, all those people were there for a reason. It wasn't just like a right. Random she wasn't supposed situation. to be right. Like he, he said, Correct. Hawthorne doesn't accept substitutions. She was a substitute, yeah. and she's the only one that he enjoyed cooking for. Right, right. She gave him that one little sliver of that a little spark yeah. back. No. Right. No. This movie made me sick. This is the worst movie ever and not worth watching at all. Most of the food in this movie looks so bad, it makes me sick. Chef said, don't eat. Yes, I don't eat them. One of the cooks shot himself with a handgun and a customer was injured. Sickness. Oh my. We pay... Is that a Yelp review? This is on IMDb. (laughs) We pay for movie theaters and streaming services to see movies, but when I see these kind of movies, I am so disappointed. I have to watch a movie from beginning to end to give it a fair evaluation on IMDb. I feel like I wasted two hours after dinner. It may be rude to the actors in this movie, but I'm telling you my frank impression. The actors lacked brilliance. The filmmakers and casting staff should hire more beautiful looking actors. What? That's pretty rude. <laughs> and I mean, that's, that's not even like a, that's just being I an asshole. I, I <laughs> so, stunning. Yeah. yeah. So is this an IMDb? Yeah. They look no different than the average person walking down the street. They are all customers who say the F word and have bad manners. John Leguizamo's role as a movie was a gag. That chef should run a hamburger chain rather than a restaurant. Yeah, that's like literally the point of the movie, Jackass. Yeah, and and it, dude, it's so funny because all the bad reviews are pretty much saying like the same shit. Yeah. Like, well, there's 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 the this one actually. It says, um, "What's this movie about?" I was disappointed with this movie after seeing how the media was focusing on it and how it's clearly only for business and nothing more. There's no story and you can, it's not even a sentence and you can, how weak the performances of the actors and actresses are. It's very disturbing and not worth to be disturbed for. I was expecting something that will blow my mind off and take me to another place. It could have been much better if they didn't only rely on how famous the actors and actresses. So they thought people could come see it because of them. This is one of the few movies I didn't complete. I just speed up to reach the end to see what will happen. <laughs> Does that? That's the we'll watch a movie and just be like, I just want to see what happens at the end. That's like, I mean, that's like opening up, opening a puzzle and you look at all the pieces and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to hang up the cover to the puzzle instead. <laughs> yeah, I'll just cut that out. Oh, look, that. I finished it. One of the worst movies ever made. Um, has that's, no that's, balance. That's a stretch. Un- ultimately becomes simple terrorism is another one. Dude. Simple terrorism. Not if you own the building, right? Yeah. Well, like, the guy that owns like, is drowned, so I don't think he cares. So yeah, exactly. I mean, to to say so. what's this movie about and there's no story clearly didn't actually pay attention to the movie. Right. He's one of the people at one of the tables <clears throat> that just doesn't get it. <laughs> he so, just doesn't understand. Yeah, he he ordered the cod. <laughs> uh, yep. feedback or she? It doesn't say. That's, Could be a she. Be inclusive. Fan feedback. Uh, I'm going to start with one we got on Spotify actually about one of our recent tangents. Emily from Gag Me With a Knife. Yeah, so I do have to shout them out later. Hey, we did, yeah, Wicked Cool podcast. I watched a couple, or listened to, to, she was on with you guys a couple of them, right? Yeah, she was on Intruder. Yes. That's what it was. Hey, we did Bloody Bloody Birthday. It's a weird one. It has that kid that plays the brother in just one of the guys, which is one of my fave 
comedies. The brother being Billy Jane. And have you ever seen that movie? Bloody Birthday. It was no, no, Jackass. Oh, which, the the uh, one of the guys. You know, oh, just one. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah, chick. She wants that. to. She wants to write, but they they won't let her because she's a girl. She transfers to a, a yeah, different yeah, yeah, school, yeah. dressed like a guy, yep. and at the end, she yep. she pulls out her tits and she's like, "Look, I'm a woman." Like Mulan. I think that was like I think those were the first movie tits I've ever seen. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> I like this funny. movie." Uh, so asked about the movie, obviously. In our haunted house, said really interesting. Kevy Kev loved pretty much all of it. Great movie, old man Fergie. You gotta check it out. Definitely worth it. Uh, Laura B, I loved it. I mean, the people yeah, that like movies. Um, seem to love this movie like anything you know yeah. what i mean and and that's like another thing i feel like there's food snobs like 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 them like entitled food foodie people and then there's like entitled movie people that are just oh yeah same like, oh yeah of course music oh, too yeah. music is the same way you know like you like what you like exactly it's but i don't know to say again it's it sucks the joy out of it you know what i mean yeah, it's like, like that that meme that goes around and it has uh, Kurt Russell smoking a butt, and it's like I could watch this brand new fancy movie, or I'm just gonna watch Sleepaway Camp Three again. <laughs> I love that meme. I love that. No, uh, I, I I could I forget what the what the fucking snobby movie was, no, but I it's forget. just like it's like ah fuck it, I'll watch Sleepaway Camp Three. Yeah, I didn't see. I didn't get anything on Instagram, um, Facebook either. Just some likes. Sweet. Okay, so horror babe of the month. Horror babe of the month. Melissa Barrera Martinez, or uh, just Melissa Barrera. She was born on the fourth of July in Monterey, Nuevo Leon, Mexico. Is also a singer. Besides just being an actress, she debuted on. La Academia. She played Vanessa in The Heights. In In The Heights. You know, mm-hmm. Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical. One of his musicals. That guy... Dude's a, dude's a talented fucker. He writes a lot of music. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Scream. Scream 5, Scream 6. And maybe yep. Scream 7. Maybe. I'm getting... You know what? They could keep going with Scream and it would just be awesome. I mean, see, Scream is one of those franchises where... You can keep going because it's not the same killer. Yeah. It's always a different person. I mean, I have to say, I know, and I, Scream I, mean, six, I still have, I, I still haven't seen six yet. No, so. I'm not gonna. I wouldn't spoil it for everyone I else. I know, but like, I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying ahead of time. Like, I haven't seen six yet. Great movie. The reveal was lackluster, yeah. but who cares? The movie was yeah. fun as hell. Like, right. I love the kills, the action, the comedy, the yeah. the take on people obsessing over movies too much she was also in bed rest which we mentioned during our prego uh tangent all the world is sleeping she plays a drug addict she's in the upcoming movie i guess slated for 2024 your monster i have no info on that but but yeah she seems to be monster. in a lot of a lot of movies coming up and um, obviously the this untitled monster thriller for universal nice nice description yeah uh so yeah <laughs> melissa barrera Cheers. Cheers. That cheers just went down my shirt. You got that dribble glass? Yeah, dribble glass. Anything you want to plug, Anthony? Me? Um, 
heavy metal over a six-pack. I mean, you, I say you guys, if you guys are unaware of where I'm actually from, uh, Heavy Metal Over a Six-Pack podcast that does local, international uh, beer and music reviews and other godly, interesting things. And speaking of other godly, interesting things, what about your ghost hunting project? Ghost hunting um, is technically new in theory because we rebranded for reasons that, you know, drama. Reasons, yeah, that happens. Uh, so we are um, After Dark Paranormal of Mass. Um, yeah, I mean, we're just starting technically rebooting. So That sounds fun as hell. We definitely need to <laughs> yeah. do yeah, some kind of ghost project. My buddy Chris, we can definitely, anytime, <clears throat> we'll jump on and we can talk about yeah, it. Some we, power I mean, cords done, thrown at me. <laughs> we've done uh with the the last group we were with i think we did like five i did five different houses um six including this one and then i know chris has done like at least 10 12 a lot more yeah. than i have so yeah, we used to hang out in this haunted house where supposedly this guy killed his family then killed himself i don't know if that was just like one of yeah. those made-up urban legends but definitely right. experienced that, some freaky is that things that house there. off of route nine yeah right by uh motel six uh, i heard, I heard last... that was like i heard that was like an old restaurant no that was, was, that there was two buildings it was two buildings so it was the restaurant okay. i think it was timothy's too uh but yes. but there was a house yeah, behind yeah, it yeah. down that road and yeah, did... you're uh, right yeah house... no okay so so yeah we we would we would go in that uh the house i thought we went in the restaurant too oh yeah we did of course Anywhere we could, like, just, you know, smoke. Two drugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last house we went to is actually the Conjuring House. Really? Oh, nice. Which that place is super interesting, yeah. Nice. That I, that place is under constant surveillance. Like, they actually have people that, that kind of, quote-unquote, live there, like, weekly. So the, like the so they they no longer live there. They've been out of there for a while, right? Yeah, no. So it's, it's just, uh, like, one person owns it, but they have, like, a company, company I guess. And, like, they hire people to, like, babysit said house mm -hmm. every week because people are constantly trying to get in. And for a while, people are, like, trying to burn it down and stuff because of, you know, the, the history behind <laughs> the it. The devil. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was cool. We actually have a, we have a video on YouTube um, that Chris edited of all the stuff we found and stuff like that. Nice. So That's awesome. So, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. So, yeah, check out Heavy Metal over a six-pack. Awesome. on anything basically all the same places you can listen to yeah, us yeah follow much. us on twitter at fans of the dead one fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com you want to drop us a line suggestion for an upcoming movie or a tangent or whatever yeah uh check us out we're on facebook fans of the dead instagram fans of the dead podcast tiktok fans of the dead pod um the prescribed films podcast network and as Mike had mentioned them earlier. Definitely check out Gag Me With A Knife podcast. Great people. Um, Emily and Mike are awesome. Wicked cool. Uh, they they plug our shit all the time. And I've helped them out with a couple things. Do I really say wicked that much? Like, obviously, you doing do it on do purpose now, but... I think you say mad more than wicked, though. Mm. Like, shit's mad cool. Yeah, that's mad interesting that you say that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. But definitely check them out. They're on... Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can get a podcast, YouTube. Um, great people, great show. They have a Patreon also. So definitely check them out. Do we have one of those? We have Buy Me a Coffee, but I got to, I want to start looking into Patreon, see if there's like 
something. But we have to come up with like some sort of bonus like content. You gotta do like the present. Yeah. So if we can come up with some sort of bonus content idea. Who wants this chef coat that I wore for this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Smells like Bud Light. It does. Cigarettes. (laughs) Cigarettes. (laughs) All right. I think that. That, that about does All it. Right, well, thanks, Anthony, yeah. for joining us. Thanks for having for yeah, all of these delicious so courses. As always, have fun. Be safe. Peace. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.